This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hey, Gen Z Changemakers. This is Generation Carbon, the podcast where kids like you help grownups like us save the planet. Gen Z Changemakers, we'd love you to get involved. If you'd like to submit your super scientific findings in a future episode, we need Gen Z science-minded story reporters on the climate case. Have your grownups visit carbonalmanac.org slash kids to sign up. Today's Science Spark is from our changemaker named Bryn. Hi, my name is Bryn. I'm six years old and I live in Collingwood, Ontario. I'm worried that the polar bears will have enough food because of climate change. Will they go extinct? (laughs) Mom warned me this would happen. It takes so long to cool down, and now my paws are all sweaty and... Hey, Pepper Polar Bear. What are you doing? You sound uncomfortable. Oh, hi, Didi. I'm trying to cool down in this pond. Mom told me I need to slow down my playing when it's warm outside. Or I get too hot with all my thick fur. The sun feels like it's getting stronger and stronger. Mom said something about the earth changing. My mom is telling me about the changing earth too. It sounds like it's affecting us humans differently than it's affecting you and your polar bear community. How do you polar bears beat the heat, Pepper? These shallow ponds are like swimming pools to me. They are my favorite place to cool down. I especially love when they get covered with ice. Mmm, frosty. But now they're getting warmer too. And there's still no ice in sight. I love ice. Yikes, you do look warm, Pepper. Can I help fan you? Oh, oh would you, Kitty? I feel like all I do is to try to cool down these days. It will be great to have some help. I'm sleepy. I'm hungry. I'm a downright grumpazorous Rex today. Ah, uh, didn't you have breakfast, Pepper Polar Bear? Mom made tiny shrimps and warm seaweed for breakfast. It was tasty, but sure, it didn't fill up my belly. I'm used to eating seal blubber, which is 247 times as filling as tiny shrimps and seaweed. (laughs) Tiny shrimps and warm seaweed? And I thought my Omi's Brussels sprout and sauerkraut breakfast casserole was bad. Plus, I've also been staying up way past my bedtime. So I'm extra sleepy this morning. Mom and I have to sneak into town 
when the humans are sleeping to find food scraps. It's always a top secret mission and super dangerous. So I try to tiptoe. Hiya, Edie. Hiya, Pepper. Why are you finding Pepper, Edie? Is she feeling sick? She's not sick, Professor Walrus. But Pepper's feeling way too warm under her thick fur. I'm trying to help cool her down. Ah, yes. It's warm out here. I've just finished an icy cold drink to help cool myself down. I've noticed the Arctic sea ice is taking an exceptionally long time to freeze up this winter. And I've been worried about you, Pepe. I can imagine your family has had difficulty finding enough food to eat without the ice. Well, my family works together and makes sure we have enough food. But I will say... Our meals sure do look different these days. Let's just say we're getting pretty experimental. We try to grow plants to eat, but we do not have green thumbs. Plus, our paws are too big. Then we try filling up on bubble water but it just made us burp. And since we're so huge, it shook the whole town. Can you imagine? An entire family of burping polar bears. <laughs> you sure are getting creative, Pepe. But bubble water and plants is no proper meal for polar bears. Oh, Pepper. Oh, Professor Walrus. It sounds like these changes to the Earth are affecting us all. It makes me sad, but I believe there's hope. Sounds like the grown-ups could really use our help coming up with big ideas. You're so right, Edie. I've noticed the grown-ups are thinking small these days. They could use some inspiration. And kids like you, Pepper, have the most excellent ideas. Well, do I have news for you. We have a senior scientist here from Polar Bears International, the only conservation organization dedicated solely to wild polar bears. Maybe she can answer Grin's question about the polar bear access to food. Let's hear what she has to say before we write our action plan for how we can help. This is Elisa from Polar Bears International. Thank you so much for your question. We are also worried about polar bears losing access to their food, but the good news is that we do have the solutions to protect them and their Arctic home, and we know that we can prevent them from going extinct. We feel we have a responsibility to help protect polar bears and their habitat, but knowing what to do starts with knowing what's going on. So what's going on? Well, polar bears live in the Arctic, where sea ice forms in the winter when the top layer of the ocean freezes. Polar bears need this ice for traveling, mating, and sometimes denning, but most importantly, for access to their food, which is mainly seals. Only blubber has enough calories and energy for polar bears to be able to survive in the Arctic cold. 
But polar bears can't outswim seals in the water and can only rarely find them on land. So the bears must travel on sea ice to find this food. No food sources on land have enough calories to keep polar bears happy and healthy. And in fact, polar bears are considered marine or ocean bears, while all the other bear species like grizzly and panda bears are terrestrial or land bears. The polar bear's life is so tied to the ocean and sea ice that they simply cannot live without it. But our climate is warming, which is causing sea ice to melt earlier in the spring and freeze later in the fall and changing the thickness and patterns of this ice. With less sea ice, polar bears do have a more difficult time finding and hunting seals. Less ice also means it's harder for polar bears to find mates, den, and raise their cubs. A warmer climate is already making it harder for polar bears to survive in some regions. The best way to protect polar bears is to save sea ice. Saving sea ice means keeping the earth cool enough so that plenty of sea ice can form each year. But how can we do that? Okay, so imagine the Earth as a big ball surrounded by invisible gases that trap heat. These invisible gases are called the atmosphere. With regular amounts of these gases, heat can still escape from the atmosphere and our Earth stays at a stable temperature. But some things we're doing on Earth is causing some of the gases in the atmosphere to build up and trap too much heat. Things like driving trucks, flying airplanes, and running factories all create more of a gas called carbon dioxide. When there's too much carbon dioxide gas, it acts like a blanket, trapping heat from the sun around the earth and making the earth get warmer than usual. The heat just can't escape. And of course, when temperatures are too warm, ice cannot freeze. So we are seeing declines in Arctic sea ice. However, we are always learning more about polar bears and sea ice in our atmosphere and finding new ways to run our trucks, airplanes, and factories. Ways that don't add any more thickness to the heat trapping blanket around Earth. Luckily, we already know what we can do to help and we know that sea ice will bounce back as soon as we get our climate under control. So remember the gas called carbon dioxide that forms this invisible blanket that traps heat around the Earth? We can keep that blanket of carbon dioxide from getting thicker by using energy from nature, like the sun, wind, and water. So it's important to look for ways to use more energy from nature in our neighborhoods. Ask your teachers and parents what type of energy is used to heat and cool your school and your home, or what type of transportation options are available to you. Give those adults some homework to learn more about different sources of energy that might be available where you live. Things like wind, solar, and water power. Many families are making choices that change where the energy for their neighborhoods comes from. Even some of our polar bear research equipment runs on sun and wind power. Even just talking about polar bears or climate concerns with friends and family is a huge way to help polar bears. When we make those kinds of conversations normal, we spread awareness and grow support for a clean and stable future for us all. One that definitely has polar bears in the Arctic. And when you're a bit older, you can vote for leaders who care about keeping our planet cool or become a leader yourself. So these are all steps toward protecting the sea ice that polar bears need. It's the right thing to do for polar bears, for our planet, and for the future protection of us all. Thank you again for your question. Knowing that there are students out there like you who care about polar bears makes our job even better.
And now for a submission from our super scientific story reporters from Acton Academy at Serenabe, Chattahoochee Hills, Georgia. These Gen Z changemakers looked into all things climate and came up with some really curious findings. The polar bears are, uh, are, live in the Arctic and the icebergs are breaking. And when they go in the ocean, they have nowhere to go. Can't they just swim back to shore before it gets, um, too far away? Yeah. Um, well, so they can also, they can get very tired, um, cause they are mammals. So they have to stop and take breaths. Like after you run for a long time, you need to stop, but they can't stop or else they'll just drown. And, um, another thing is that most of polar bears' food sources are also endangered. And, and that might be another thing, reason why polar bears are endangered. The bad thing about this happening is because this is also bad for humans because if it keeps melting and if places keep melting, Earth may be soon underwater. So, like Baylor said, if the more pollution and gas we let out, out um, the more the Arctic melts and so that creates more of the sun to destroy Earth or for it to get over flooded with water and then no one can breathe because no one can escape like the atmosphere. Thanks for helping us understand senior scientist Elisa. Hmm, it sounds like the number one problem for polar bears is the melting sea ice. But I'm absolutely thrilled to know that it's possible to help the earth and polar bears by walking together. Me too, Professor Warris. Senior scientists said helping polar bears is as easy as talking about polar bears. That's right, Pepe. It may not always be easy to talk to others about sad topics, but it's definitely worth it when it helps the air. And even though what's happening to polar bears feels far away, Climate change is happening where you are too, just in different ways. So our climate action plan for today is... Ask your teacher if they can talk about what's happening to polar bears with your class. week to Bryn for her science spark and the elementary studio from Acton Academy at Serenabe for their super scientific story reporting. Also thanks to Elisa McCall from Polar Bears International. To learn more about polar bear conservation, visit polarbearsinternational.org. And for more conversations about carbon and how you can help, head over to thecarbonalmanac.org. There are other podcasts in the network for grown-ups and lots of fun resources for Gen Z changemakers like you. It's a scary topic, but we've got you covered because together we can make change happen. Be sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time. Until then, let's change the world, changemakers. makers.